0: What's up, y'all? It's Miles the Millennial, the millennial who's actually not a millennial. Man, it's your boy Rex Howard Jr., the relationship coach. On the last episode, I consider myself a guru. But the craziest thing is I've been reading this book called 30 Days to Taming Your Tongue, right? Uh-huh. And on day five, it says, talks about the boastful tongue. Hmm. It talks about talking about yourself as being the best, as being the guru or something. And it was like, it hits different when other people call you, tell you this so yeah i am no longer addressing myself as that i am rex howard jr the relationship coach and what i do is i help people create happy and healthy relationships from scratch i love that look you got me thinking i need to add <laughs> something on I, i'm gonna
1: stay where i'm at but yeah change your mind change your life that's my yes, thing sir. <laughs> but all right y'all so we're back this is episode two of let's talk like men and today We got a real fire conversation. We know last week we gave y'all some real tips about, you know, being a toxic man, how to get out of those stages and go forward with your life. So make sure if you want to hear anything about that, you go subscribe to the podcast right now. Go listen to that last episode. Follow us on YouTube. We got it everywhere. Streaming on all platforms. Make sure you get that help. Um, But today's episode, I think, is going to be even better than the first one. Okay. so the topic for today, Rex. All right. Is going to be on roles and relationships and submission between a man and a woman. Mm, Conversation needs to be had for sure, for sure. You know, this is something that is, you know, been a very big point of discussion in our community on social media, uh, between all races, but you know, even more so in the black community. It's been a really big conversation about the roles of a man and a woman in a relationship and who submits to who. And today we're gonna break the taboo. We're gonna break all the rules. We're gonna talk on some real stuff. So, without further ado, let's talk like men.
0: Yes, sir. Let's do it.
1: All right. So, Rex, in your life to this point, would you say that you believe in the traditional roles of a man in a relationship, you know, being that protector, being the financial provider, being, you know, more of a, a stern force rather than being a more emotional, you don't necessarily cook, you don't clean, you don't do all the other stuff that's for your wife? Is that how you see yourself? Or do you have a different perspective on relationships?
0: Man, So that's a really great question. And for me, um, I see I have those traditional tendencies, but Mm -hmm. there's certain things I don't agree with, right? So growing up, uh, my parents both worked, right? Um, There was never a time that one just stayed at home um, or one did more than the other. They both worked, they both cleaned, they both bought money in the house um, and they instilled that within us, right? So when I hear conversations about the traditional man is supposed to do this and a traditional woman is supposed to do that, It's kind of triggering for me, especially depending on who I'm talking to, simply because it's hard for me to agree to something that I never saw. Mm. So a lot of times you think about the traditional household where you have the husband being a breadwinner, the husband uh, working, of course, nine to five, not really spending too much time at home, not really connecting with his kids. And even in the book I read today, it said that the traditional man um, isn't emotionally available for his kids or for his family. Yeah. When I think about that, I don't personally agree to that because I don't want to be the dad that's not present. I don't want to just mm. be given my be present financially, but not being present emotionally or being uh, present physically. So that's kind of my take on that. What you think? I agree um, completely. For me, I think what you're saying is true. And I think society
1: kind of pushes us in a lot of ways to tell us this is what a man is. You need to do this. You need to do that in a lot of those traditional forms. But it doesn't to me, it just does not work. In the generation we live in the world we live in trying to hold ourselves to these older archetypes of what a traditional man is does not help us improve our communities does not help us improve our families I mean if we just want to be real the dynamic of the traditional man and the traditional woman has not breed a lot of success within our own community and amongst people you know I think it's 60% of marriages end in divorce right you know what I'm saying like if we don't get to a point to where we start to reevaluate those very roles it's gonna be a lot more of that and I don't think our generation I know you don't want that I don't want that and so from my opinion it's actually been formed it, it's funny that you said you never got to see kind of those roles in your household where I I kind of got to see a little bit of both okay so um, it was never a situation where my mom was a stay-at-home mom or anything like that so it was never that type of traditional but for the majority of my life growing up my dad was for sure the one that was bringing in more money um, and he was very stern and he spent a lot of time away from us because he was working his tail off to provide for his family um, it, it, was, it got to the point sometimes when I was growing up where I wouldn't see my dad for a couple of days at a time. A few days at a time, I would barely see him. And if I did, it was for a few minutes because he was working graveyards back to back um, to make money for the family. Right. And he would work so hard because, you know, my dad, he didn't have a father in his life. Mm. So his biggest thing was he wanted to be able to give his children everything that he never had. And financially was one of those biggest ways that he had to, you know, put his effort in and sacrifice. And then there was a period that came where I saw those roles flip a little bit and my dad became a very non traditional man in the mm-hmm. sense of when it came from a financial burden because he was laid off by his company for a few years That's huge. Um, couldn't find any work was working his tail off trying to find jobs but nobody was looking to hire him based on his age and his requirements he wasn't you know in that market at the time they could go hire a college kid for thirty thousand forty thousand dollars less a year and they're gonna take it right so my dad had to make a choice within himself and I could it was something that I could notice I'm probably about 14 at the time it was something that I could notice in him that yeah it hurt his pride a lot that he couldn't financially be the one providing for his family but you know what my dad did that showed me that all those traditional norms don't meet anything bro you What's know what he did my dad became an asset in this household since he wasn't able to work he became an assho- uh, uh, asset in his household
0: what does that look like
1: so what it looked like when I was growing up is instead of him just coinciding with the fact, well, hey, I ain't getting no work, so I'm just lay around here. My dad would get up, and he would cook breakfast for us instead of my mom having to do it, seeing mm. that she's the one now that has to go to work early in the morning. You know, if he's going to be here, my dad would cook breakfast. He would cook a lot of dinners for us. He would practice his skills and throw down in the kitchen. My dad would get up, and he would ask my mom, hey, you know, babe, what's some things around the house that you want to see fixed that you've been wanting to get renovated? Next thing you know, he's out here working. He's handyman, fixing it up, staying in the windows, doing all these different things to make himself an asset and to me that is what the role of a man is in a relationship right. you must be an asset to your wife you must be an asset to your family which means an asset either solves a problem or serves a purpose. Oh, 100%. It's one of those two things. You either solve a problem or serve a purpose. And so as a man, your job is to look within yourself and look within your family and see what does your family need? What problems are we facing? Or what do we require to get to the next level? And you need to become that. So if that's a financial provider, then okay, you do that. But if it's an emotional support, if it's just you know taking a step back from the money to realize that your kids just need you to be there, listen to them. I think that's the role that a man's supposed to serve as a leader
0: man i think that's really dope and very valuable um the fact that he knew he couldn't provide in a certain way so he provided in other ways yes so even though your mom was working he made sure she didn't come home to no bs exactly he made sure that the food was taken care of so the energy she could put forth to her work she didn't have to use too much energy when she came home exactly so you said a word and it's the p word problems right Hmm. so let's talk about a lot of problems that came from being a traditional man yeah um just in the black community from my experiences let's talk about number one if the man was a breadwinner he was the controller the controller right he was mm-hmm. a controller it's it's i make the most money i bring the money into his house so i control where the money goes i control what we buy and i control what you do yes right and because during that traditional time women didn't have access to work or they couldn't work mm-hmm. she had to go by those rules yep no woman really for the more majority of the time if he married her, he was taking her from her home. Yes. Right. So if with her not having no finances or her not being able to go back or not wanting to go back, she had to listen to what her husband mm-hmm. said. Right. So there's a lot of uh mental, emotional abuse, and sometimes it could be physical abuse and she would never leave that relationship simply because she had no other alternative. Yes. She couldn't. So you have that issue with control. And then not only that, you had um the issue with the husband stepping out. Yeah. Right. You're at home taking care of the kids. You're at home doing this. I'm at home. I'm I'm at work slaving to make ends meet to make sure we're good. But I also am out looking for other stuff. Yeah. I'm having a good time while I'm on the road. Yeah. I'm doing all these things. So those are two problems. And at the end of the day, the wife was at home taking care of the kids, making sure things are getting taken care of. And she has to listen she has to to make sure she cooks she has to make sure the money's been spent while and she can't spend too much and she has to actually put herself in that position to take whatever he was willing to give simply because if he took away his access or he took away his finances she'll be left with nothing with nothing so that is a huge problem that i i don't like with the whole traditional thing i that's yeah. that's my thing and i never i knew for a fact um that i although i agree with some of the traditions I don't agree with all of them and i always agree with a person bringing certain things to the table yep. and having access to certain things so if you would ever be put in a position where one person leaves you're you're not just left with exactly
1: nothing. exactly that's a that's that's such a pivotal thing that you just said you know we a lot of times as a community always reflect on the old times yep. um but when you look at a lot of these old relationships just because uh grandma and grandpa were together for 60 years did not mean grandma and grandpa <laughs> were happy right you know and a lot of times you you'll talk to these the man or the woman or and especially the woman they'll sit there and they'll say like i put up with a lot of crap you know what i'm saying yep. and at that time they were kind of forced it was almost conditioned mm. they couldn't leave because what other option did you have you know what i'm saying you couldn't have a bank account yep. and and it's funny how you talked about she was probably coming from her her original household and what it sounds like to me is a lot of these women came from situations where they were basically transferred from one man's control which was their father to the next to another man's control 100%. which is your husband You know, and and, in that in that situation and let's think about the world we live in today to bring this around to the modern man. I just want to ask the modern man out here, if you're listening to to this right now, do you want a woman that you have to provide for, take care of, do everything for her or do you want a partner that can help you? Do you want a partner that y'all both can team up and reach your goals together and you don't have to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders? Because as much as it sounds great to have your control over her and she don't challenge you and she don't, you know, ever say nothing against what you want. As much as you want that, is that your ego speaking to you or is that something that's progressive for you? Because that don't sound too progressive. Having a partner, having a wife, she's supposed to be your other half. She's supposed to be the person that can let you know when you're wrong. Help me. Exactly. She makes life easier on you, right? And you're supposed to do the same thing for her. And that's where the roles for me come from. It's not about her serving me or me serving her. In my opinion, we both are going to serve each other and
0: serve our mission. 100%. And then another thing for the modern man, right? Let's just say, let's just say you are the type of man that you want your wife to be at home completely. You want, you want to do everything that you want to take care of everything and just completely take care of her. Mm-hmm. What are the traits and behaviors or the things that you value in a woman that you're looking for, right? What yeah. What else is she bringing to the table? Yeah. Like, is she able to uh provide for you emotionally, right? Yeah. Is she a spiritual woman? Is she a woman that prays? Can she pray with you while you're take going out and doing those things? Exactly. Is she the type that's gonna motivate you, that's gonna uplift you when you're feeling down, you're feeling low, can she pour into you? Hmm. Because if she can't help you out financially, can she help you out in those in other, other ways? ways. Yep. Right? So you gotta look at it in two different ways. Are you the type of man that you want a person that's gonna help you financially and you're gonna you both wanna build so you can either create generational wealth or you wanna, you know, do other things or do you want to be the type of man that's offering all this stuff financially taking care of everything and then you're just get your emotions and your soul from and somebody your, and else your spirit fed like you have to ask yourself yep. that question what are you looking for and i
1: think that brings the perfect point to the table that look you cannot expect out of others what you cannot provide for yourself 100 percent you know what I'm saying? Like people cannot be your your nurse. They can't be your doctor and come in and fix all your problems. Okay. Nobody is God. You have to be able to work within yourself, understand who you are, yep. be open with somebody that's your partner. And when you walk into a relationship, before y'all get married, you need to already have had these discussions and started to practice a lot of mm, these things in y'all relationship great, to great. see what works. Because if you try and hop out there and and expect this girl out of nowhere when you marry her, or this boy out of nowhere to start doing all these traditional roles and that's not what they rocking with, you're going to be divorced real quick. And and I think I I want to ask you a question because, you know, in everything that we're talking about, I want to get your perspective on something, something that I think a lot of men out there we struggle with um because money has been preached to us as such an important thing in right. our way of being a man, right? So let me ask you, would you date a woman or marry a woman who made more money than you financially?
0: Yeah, you would. I would. So my thing is this, um, I can put my pride aside, right? Mm. If if I see that potential in my in, in my woman and I know she has the potential to be great and she wants to be that boss and she's making a lot of money, if I make that decision then it's my decision that I made. Yeah. That means that I'm not gonna sit on my ass and just and let her continue to do exactly. that. She's gonna motivate me to go get a bag. Exactly. She's gonna she bad. gonna motivate me to go work harder. She's gonna motivate me. So now it's not necessarily a competition, but it's competition like a friendly competition. Yeah. Like Okay, cool. You making hundred k? Yeah. All right. Let me see if I can get one twenty. Exactly. Let's see if we can bring in two twenty together as, as a household. So I think that's dope. But in the process of knowing that, if a person has to stay at home, mm-hmm. then I would have to take that responsibility. Yeah. If and, she's the one bringing in more money, right? Now you understand that that'd make me feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. And I said that I, even another book I was reading today, right? It's called Family Therapy. Yeah. So it said a lot of times when the woman takes on the um, financial role in the relationship and the husband takes on the stay-at-home role, there's a lot of resentment because he feels as if this is a woman's job, mm. right? Because at the end of the day, we, we weren't necessarily born with, with the things that a woman were born with to give to kids. Yep. So it's a lot of trial and error, yep. even though it may be trial and error for them too, but that's just kind of how it is. Yep. So, of course, I'll feel some type of way, but like your dad did, I'd have mm-hmm. to man up, step up to the plate, and take care of business unless I was in put in a position to make more and she yeah. gave her that exactly. opportunity
1: to do that. And man, what you're saying right now is you're going to always have pride, you're going to always have ego. Like it's going to be there. Yeah. But it's a conscious decision that you have as a grown man, as yep. a grown man, not a boy, but a grown man, it is your choice what you choose to operate off of. Yep. Do you choose to operate off of your pride and your ego even though you know it's not the best thing for yourself, yep. for your wife, for your family, or do you choose to say, look, put my ego to the side. I know I ain't gonna feel like, oh, super macho man, but this is what my family needs. Yep. And that is something that I want all of us to realize as young men out there is, look man, I understand what you feel. And yep. it doesn't mean your feelings is a problem. You can't go off your feelings. But you can't operate off of ego and pride. like That is not going to get you where you wanna go. You're trying to be a successful, uh, a change maker, somebody that puts your family on a new level, you living a different life, being a, a superior man, you can't operate off of those emotions. Those are weak tendencies. Okay. Right. A you people out here call themselves alpha men all the time, but operate all off their pride and their ego. Every single one of your tendencies is based off what's gonna make you feel like a man. Yeah. I don't wanna feel like a man. I want my actions to be what a man is. A man mm-hmm. is in control of his own self. A man is in control of his actions and he's in control and in alignment with his spirit with where he wants to go with his life. Yep. And that doesn't come from operating with your pride and your ego. I promise you, your pride and your ego going to be, they ain't going to keep you warm at night. That's what I'm going to yeah. say. <laughs> they ain't going to cuddle you when yeah, you're hurting no. and when you're lonely and your wife leaving you because your ego get in the way of your actions.
0: Yep. So like you said, a role, a man's role is to do whatever his family needs him to do. Yes. Right. So whatever, whatever that may look like whether you become a person that cooks, whether you become a person that cleans. Like at the end of the day, I told my lady that I'm with now, I said, "Um, I'm not sure what you're used to, but I'm not the type of man to just sit back and let you take care of business Mm. by yourself. Mm. I was like, if, if, you think you just about to be cooking by yourself, you got it wrong because I'm right there with you in the kitchen. Yep. Right. You think you about to be cleaning by yourself, you got it wrong because I got the broom and I got the mop right yep. behind you. Yeah. You feel me? You think that you gotta take care of the kids by yourself, no ma'am. I'm gonna make sure I'm handling my business so I can be off work at certain times. So all right, you picking up the son or exactly. the kid on one day, okay, boom, I got him on the next day. For real. Like I don't want you to feel like you're in this alone. I don't want you to feel like although traditional women have taken that role, I don't want you to feel like you have to take that role alone that role alone because I'm here with you. Mm. Like If I'm going to ask you for certain things, I'm going to reciprocate that. So as a man, like you said, is to do whatever needs to be done within the household. Yep. And, And on some real talk, if you if you are right in yourself as a man,
1: you know what you want and you know what you desire. The woman that you decide to be with will align with that. Okay. If you are truly in tune with yourself because you won't be able to date somebody that's not on that level with you, it it will literally destroy you as a person to be with somebody who you're saying, my job as a man in this relationship is to be whatever my family needs, and be with a woman who says, My job in the relationship is to be what I want to be.
0: Right. No, 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 no.
1: (laughs) Ain't gonna work. If I'm gonna do what I need to do for this family, you're gonna do that too. That is the agreement we come to as partners in this. We are teammates. Okay. This is not you I'm not offense or defense, you're not the opponent opposing team no we are on the same team together some days you may be playing quarterback i may be the receiver other days i may be the running back running for 300 yards and you may be you know just handing me the ball whatever happens we're gonna work together for what our team needs to do to win and Mm. you should never be with any woman i'm talking to the fellas out there you should never be with any woman who ain't in alignment with what you're trying to achieve for your life and what you want for your family if she can't reciprocate the things that you're putting out there
0: she ain't worth your time bro Period. And that's facts. So what I'm hearing you saying is, you know, wherever you may be weak, you need her to be your strength and the same facts. thing vice versa. Facts. You can't have you can't step outside that alignment. Yep. Now also I want to backtrack to something you said earlier. Um, fellas, ladies too, when it comes to dating a person, I want you to ask the right questions. And one of the main mm. questions is um, what did your household look like? Hmm. What were the roles in your household? That's going to let you know everything that they believe in. So as long as they've been in that house, whether that's 18 years or whether that's 23 years, because yep. people can stay in the house longer than normal. Like it's just, yep. that's just what it is. But you got to ask yourself, what were the roles? And if the roles in the ladies house that you're dealing with was the mom stayed at home, then that's the mindset she's going to have. More than likely, yeah. If the role was the mom worked, she's going to have a working mindset. If the role was they kind of both took turns, they had nannies, then she's going to expect that type of lifestyle. And because she came from her own background, these are her belief systems, these are her values, that's what she's been put into for the last 22, 23 years. That's what she's going to believe. And you're coming into it with a whole different mindset and trying to change that. Now she... There's going to be a lot of conflict simply because she don't want to be changed. Yeah. Her mind is like set in stone. So, those are the kind of questions that you got to ask. What kind of roles? What did your parents do? What was the what was the dynamic of the household? Because if you don't know those things, then you're going to always have conflict and you're never know why she thinks why the way happening. she thinks.
1: That's facts. It'll tell you a lot about a person. You know, I want to I want to have a less talk like men moment. Like right. a real less talk like men okay, moment. Say less. I'm gonna look right in this camera. So, let me tell the fella something. All right you call yourself a leader right now I don't know how many of y'all have led an organization in your life and anything before but they'll tell you this okay when you're a leader you do the dirty work 100 when you're a leader you stay after hours 100 when you're a leader you're the one that picks up the trash even though it may be somebody else's job to do it 100%. you take the blame for things You got the hardest job in the room. And the reason why is because a leader is a servant. Yep. Okay. It's servant leadership. The only leaders that matter are the ones that would lay their life down and do the same thing they ask of anybody else to do. They would do it 10 times over. So as a man, before you get into these conversations with a lady about what she's supposed to do, what you're supposed to do, ask yourself, are you willing to do it? And then ask yourself, is she willing to do it? Right. And you're going to know right then and there if this is the type of woman you need to be laying up with, you need to be impregnating, you need to be marrying. If she would not do those same things and be a servant as well, and y'all serving each other, y'all serving your children, it's not going to work. Nope. It can be two leaders, but only if they're on the same page. Exactly. Only if they're on the same page. Y'all can't be over here trying to fulfill two different missions.
0: It don't work that way. You can't. And you got also got to ask yourself, right? If you're, if you're dealing, dealing with a woman that's used to being served, does she have the capacity to serve? Yeah. Right? Because yeah. a, a lot of people are going to let you know up front who they are and what they are based off conversations. And do me a favor. Believe who they say, they are. Who they, say right? who they are. Believe who they say they are. Believe who they say they are when they joke around. Right? Oh, no, I'm just kidding. No, they was for real. Yep. Believe what they say they are and then believe their actions when they show you certain things. Right, you cannot change a person. Yeah, you, you can't change a man, and a man can't change a woman. Right, they have to want to change it. If they don't want to change It's, it's going to be hard. So, if waiting around, waiting for a person to change, that's like waiting on potential or believing the potential. You can't, you know, go based off potential. You got to be based off what are showing you, what are telling you. So, with that being the case, fellas, he he just said everything that needs to be said, and I, and I really hope y'all listening. So
1: let's go into the next topic. Okay, man. so. We've talked about the roles in a relationship. Okay. And I think this kind of is a perfect gateway because if we're going to have roles, a lot of that's going to come down to who's the dominant person, who's the submissive person. Mm, 100%. So in your relationship, you know what I'm saying, and how you view yourself, does your woman have to submit to you? (laughs)
0: Let's hear it. Man. So in my relationship, um, I think – well, not, I think submission in my relationship happens both ways. Hmm. Right? Uh, now, of course, I'm a dominant person. Yeah. I like to have a say so. I, I like to, you know what I'm saying, put my foot down. <laughs> but respectfully, yeah. Right? I'm still asking my lady for her opinion. I'm still asking my lady, you know what I'm saying, where would you like to go? What would you like to eat? How would you like this to be done? I'm still, you know, serving my, my, my lady. Yeah. So, with that being the case, although I am dominant, but I'm not Mr. Macho. I'm not the ego type of person that's going to say I'm never going to be submissive because I am. Yeah. And I have been, and I know I will continue to be that way. it will be, it will go both ways. So that's just kind of how I am, man. So what about you? I agree, man. I'm, I'm I'm a type of person. And like he
1: said, I'm very confident. I'm, (laughs) I believe in myself. I believe in my opinion. I believe in, you know, what I think is the right way to go about things. And I've always been that way. But when it comes to a relationship, I don't believe so much in my own opinion to think that I, I know the right answer to everything 100% of the time or that my way is the right way 100% of the time. It may not even be the right way 65 or 70% of the time. And so in my relationships, it's not about one person being more dominant than the other. The way I see it is we have a mission and we both submit to that mission. Yep. And we're under that mission. Like this mission is what hangs above us. You know god is at the top of that mission and all these other goals that we want to reach and therefore we cannot get there by me being the one that's controlling everything we both have to submit to this mission and that's going to require at times where i'm submitting to her there's gonna be times where she's submitting to me whatever it is and and, and quite frankly and i'm gonna be honest with you a lot of times dudes can't understand this whole topic of oh i'm submitting to a woman woman's supposed to submit to me right. bro if you're a real leader and she trusts your judgment You will never run into any issue with the woman, quote unquote, submitting to you like she's going to trust your leadership in the first place. If your leadership gives her a reason to trust it, a lot of us out here leading poorly, like she pays attention to everything. We may be blinded by the skirts. Women ain't blinded by that. They see who you are. Now, they choose whether they want to, you know, mess with you or not. But especially when a woman is dating you she has recognized very early on if you're a man of your word when you said you were gonna go complete this assignment or when you said you were gonna go sign up for this program or do this or do that you had a a task to do at work whatever she's paying attention to how you move because she's analyzing if this is somebody i want to be my partner and do i want to be the the, you know the father of my kids 100 so when you're not following up on your word in the small things in your life why should she ever trust you with her own opinion with her own journey through life I, i said this to one of my friends one time i said bro if you're driving in a car right and she knows you don't know what direction you're going she'd be a fool to hop in that car with you (laughs) and let you ride her to hell like she's not gonna ride why should should she ride with you down a dark desolate unknown path if she has any care for herself she's hopping off of that and she's gonna go ahead and direct her own path or she's gonna try and take over that car herself so ask yourself when you're dealing with women who quote-unquote don't submit to you
0: bro how are you leading Mm, so What I'm hearing you saying is this, bro, and I just wrote this down. In order for you to expect or want a woman to submit to, you have to give her something to submit to. Without a doubt. You have to give her something to submit to. You can't be the type of person with this masculine energy. You know what? You're gonna submit to me, okay, cool, but you're not handling business. And
1: ain't got no plan. (laughs) You don't have no plan, you don't
0: have no vision, you don't have no goals. You just out here macho, just just going to submit to you. I'm just a man. That's that's dead. So a couple of the A couple couple of the points I have for you, man, is this one. So not only that, but you both have to submit to God. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, An older couple that I spoke with, married for 20 years, man. They told me, um, if you both aren't willing to submit to God, you will never learn what true submission is. Hmm. You can't submit if you don't submit to the man above. So that's one thing. Another thing is, a lot of times in the modern day... um, we think that submission means control, mm. right? I, I'm, I you're want about you to hit to, on song. Yeah, I want you to submit to me, so that means I'm going to control you. Yeah. you know you're. I'm going to say what to decisions. do. I make the decision. No. That doesn't. True submission is, okay, cool. You trusted me with my leadership. You trusted me with my judgment to make a final decision. Yes. Like, we're going to both have an open conversation. I'm going to feel what you're coming from. You're going to feel where I'm coming from. We're going to come to a consensus on what we both think is legit. But you trust me with my judgment. Exactly. And you trust me with my leadership. Yep. So don't think if I'm telling you I want you to submit to me that, this slavery or right, something Right, it's like slavery. That. Like, yeah. no, I don't own you. Yeah. Right? That's not what I'm asking for. I'm asking for you to, to, to trust me. I'm asking for you to to know and to believe in me that I'm going to do what's best for exactly. the relationship.
1: And see, what you're talking about, like you said, let's say it again, true submission. Right. Not the submission that comes from uh, somebody who believes they're more than they what they are. Right. From a super macho person, man or woman, who just believes that they're just right. That's not what this is about this is about a conscious decision that a person makes to say i trust you enough i love you enough and i believe in you enough that whatever route you choose out of this i've given you my opinion you've given you know yours i trust that whatever route you take we're gonna rock with it and whether it works out and this is the other side to it whether it works out or it doesn't Mm. i'm okay with that outcome and we're gonna work through it see you can't be the type of person man or woman and, and maybe this is something I'm talking to the fellas, so pay attention to this. You can't be with a girl, right? And this this whole balance of submission or being a, a, the one in control. Either one. You cannot be with a woman who trusts you one second and then the second you make one, you know, decision that didn't end up working out.
0: Wishy-washy.
1: Now she, she don't trust you no more. I ain't listening to you no more. We ain't doing... You can't be with somebody like that. Nope. Because everybody's gonna make mistakes and we're not talking about, you know, stepping out in a relationship, all that stuff. We're talking about the small things like, oh, I think we should invest here, right? You're you trying to figure something out. Y'all put some money there and it don't work out. You don't need a woman who's going to sit there and now belittle you every time stuff come around and right. be like, I can't be with you because you don't know what you're doing. You need to be with somebody that says, hey, babe, you know, it happens. Let's grow from it. What can we learn from here? Trust How can questions. I support you? Is there a way that I can have some input next time? Because I think maybe I can see it a different way than what you saw it exactly you need somebody that's solution-oriented standing by your side not somebody that's a complainer or is always calling out problems okay because yeah. you got to be a solution oriented person and, and having a complainer around you just gonna drain you you need somebody that is your equal you cannot be with a woman and, th- and I'm, I'm just gonna say this again you cannot be with a woman who at the first time you don't come through um, With something and it doesn't work out, it's not the perfect plan.
0: The first time that happens, she ready to jump ship. You can't. I watched a a podcast, Anthony O'Neill. He also talks about money a lot. But he had a married couple on his podcast, right? And she says that um, as a woman, you can't be the the woman that's going to tear your husband's idea down. Yeah. You can't be the woman that's going to make him feel bad or he shares something with you and you're making it seem like, oh, it's never going to work. Mm-hmm. Right, if he shares an idea with you and you see flaws in it, then she was like, you can poke holes in it. Yeah, yeah. You can add that value by, by poking holes. Questions. You know what, babe? I see this being another route. I mm-hmm. see this being a better decision, or I see if you add this to it, then that may make things a little bit better. That's that's what you need, fellas. Somebody that's going to not tear it down, but is going to add value to it. Mm. If she can add value to it, then that's gonna be good. And nothing I want to say about submission is this. Fellas, I don't want you to ever become a person that only talks about submission when it comes to the bedroom. Mm. Right. Because that's one thing. Submission has been perverted. Yeah. A lot of times you hear submission. Okay, now I want you to do this for me. I want you to get on your knees. I want you to do this. No, I don't want that to be the only topic of conversation. Yeah. Before you can even talk about submission in the bedroom, she needs to know that you're, that you're a leader Yeah. in the, all the other areas. Yep. Because at the end of the day, fellas... Fellas, if you Fellas. are doing what you are supposed to be doing, Say submission it happens naturally. Naturally, But you got to handle business. Naturally. Even if a woman has never been in a, a relationship, a healthy relationship, if she's used to toxicity, if you are handling business, showing her something she's never seen before, becoming the man you're supposed to do, right? Saying what you mean and actually putting actions behind it, doing those flowers, taking her own dates, handling business inside and outside the bedroom. Yeah. If you are doing what you're supposed to do, she will submit naturally. So this isn't something that you have to force on her. If you feel like you got to force it, fellas, you ain't doing something right. And let's follow up with this real quick and talk to the fellas
1: on this side when it comes to your own submission to her. So let's talk about mm. this. When you have a girl that makes you feel comfortable in yourself, in putting your guard down, where you don't have to walk around with your pride, your ego, and your guard up all the time, you know what I'm saying? Do not run from that. Don't. Okay? Because it is okay for you to say, God damn it! This girl treats me good. Right? She makes me happy. She makes me comfortable. She bringing out the little boy in me. She's bringing out the the happiness that is inside of me that I've kept away for so long. Sometimes a little. Let's just talk about it. Sometimes it's fun for you. Actually, a lot of times it's fun for you to be the little spoon. <laughs> right. right? Okay. Everybody like to feel loved and protected. Right? It is okay when you find the right type of girl for you not to have to sit around with your guard up and your armor on all the time. When you walk through that door and you get to her, it's okay to take that shield off. It's okay okay to put down that sword and say, you know what? I'm going to let myself feel whatever I want to feel. Do whatever I want to do. Be the complete version of myself because she's worth it. She's made me feel comfortable. And that's why it's so important, like you said, when you're dealing with a woman, she has to be the type of person that encourages that out of you. Because if she doesn't, you're going to be walking around drained from the time you go to work to the time you come back. You ain't going to never get no break. It's going to be war in your home. You're going to have to have your armor on all the time because it's war in your home. Because the woman you're with does not make you feel like a man, does not make you feel like you're safe, does not make you feel like you're protected in her arms. You can protect her just as much as she can protect you. And I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about (laughs) your spirit, your soul, your emotions. It will come natural to you. So when you feel it, it's going to be a weird feeling at first. I'm telling you, it's okay to let it go
0: and let your guard down and put your armor down at the door. Man, so let's talk about that for a second. So we're we're talking about roles, right? Mm -hmm. As a man, your role is to not only provide, uh, but you also want to give her the emotional capacity to feel the... um, the spiritual capacity, you know what I'm saying, you make sure she's yep. knowing that you're praying for But also, as a woman goes, it's your role to, like he said, make your man feel safe, to let yep. your man know it's okay to be vulnerable yep. with me. Because I'm not going to lie to you, for a really long time, um, I didn't cry. Hmm. Right? And I used to pride myself on not crying. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I don't cry. You yep. feel me? I don't no, cry. Um, Not realizing that's a trauma response. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that, you know, I didn't cry because, you know, I didn't feel like I could cry in front of people. Or and if I cried, it was always about myself. Mm. Lady I'm with now, I got to a point where things got real heavy on me, mm. right? Uh, life was hitting me hard, going through a lot of traumatic stuff. I was paranoid about a lot of different stuff. I was going through school, and I was being pulled in multiple directions. And the weight just got way too heavy. Mm. And except for leaving the room trying to hold back the tears, I let it out. You let her know. I let it out. And the way she responded let me know that she was a woman, right? Yeah. She was right for me simply because she didn't look at me crazy. Mm-hmm. She didn't hold it against me that mm-hmm. I cried. She didn't call me soft. She didn't mm-hmm. call me these certain things. She allowed for me to have those emotions. And what she did in that moment, she did exactly what she was supposed to do. She came to me. She was like, you know what? I got you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got you. It's 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 okay. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Knowing that it was okay, it made me feel A lot better knowing that I could cry in front of you, knowing that I can express my emotions and I don't have to be this honcho man all the time. I can take my shield off and I can be who I am and I can feel what I want to feel just like I'm allowing you to feel what you want to feel. So, fellas, um, if you are dealing with a woman that's holding your tears against you, making you feel like you can't cry, calling you soft, then you are not with the right woman. Yes, because you're not allowed. She's not allowing you to feel and, and to express yourself, but you're allowing her to do those things. Facts. And what's going to happen is you're going to get tired of that, and you're going to end up showing those emotions or letting that guard down with somebody else somebody outside else. of your relationship. Yep. And that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and you know,
1: the, the reality of it is, man, as a man, your emotions, her emotions as a man. Okay, let's let's get this straight. As a man, her emotions are not the only ones that matters, right. nor are they the ones that always have to come first. Right. Okay you guys are in this together and neither one of y'all hold a precedent in your feelings other than the person who needs it the most at that moment okay and this is where i talked about in my book man relationships are not 50 50. OK, relationships are 100, 100, 100 percent. And by, what I mean by that is 100 percent of what you can give at any given time and 100 percent of what I can give at any given time. Now, that may mean at a certain point I may be real down. I don't have the, the whole energy and capacity of myself to give to the relationship today. Baby, I need you to pick it up for me. Yep and vice versa it may be a day where she drains she going through a lot and she don't have it all to give to me my job is to pick up that slack so that our relationship never lacks
0: percent.
1: people go into relationships trying to look for this perfect balance there is no such thing as perfect in this life okay your goal is to give everything you can to the things you love and be with other people in every area of your life who would do the same thing for you that's it that that's is it. the closest thing you will get to perfection and if you operate within those means I promise you you will be a happier person and you will be a freer
0: person Mm. Listen, I really hope that y'all are listening. There's some real stuff. This man. is this is this is free game coming from two young brothers that that's that's been through the waters. You Facts. know what I'm saying? That's still learning. Because any day nothing will ever be perfect. Even though um I consider myself a coach, right? Yeah. Even though I drop all these gems about relationships, I learn from my relationship from other people and from myself on a day to day basis, yes, but the thing is, no matter how much you learn you got you gotta keep learning. You, learning, you can never stop learning, you can never stop growing, you can never stop pouring into your relationship and you can never stop trying so a pastor said this weekend he said if you're if you're tired of starting over, stop quitting mm right, so I think a lot of times we think relationships are easy, yeah, and we think our roles are easy, but when you have a person that's coming from this background and you're coming from this background, there's going to be conflict. When you have having a certain belief system and your partner has another belief system, that's going to be conflict. But these are just uncomfortable conversations that have to be had, and they're only uncomfortable until they're had. And once they're had, they're no longer uncomfortable. Now you're comfortable and you both have an agreement on what you both want, yep. what you want for yourself, the roles that you guys want to play. Because at the end of the day, you can't say there's no roles in the house. hmm you can't like going to be some. There has to be. Yep. There has to be structure because what do you want your kids to see? Yep. What do you want? You know what do you what do you want your kids to grow up in? Because if there's no structure, there's no roles. Yep. Then this just everybody's just roaming free and doing exactly. what they want to do, and it's like there's no structure. So that has to be. I think there needs to be roles. There has to be roles, and those have to be established early. Yes. Even if they change, that's cool. And that's that's a key point.
1: Adaptability. Adaptability. Like as a, as a, as a, as adult people. And you're in your marriage And you're thinking about partners Who you want to date Any of that Be with somebody Who is able to change As time changes them mm. Okay Because the person you were When you met them At 20 22 25 30 Is not going to be the person They're going to be at 40 50 60 70 70 everybody's going to change the things you desire is going to change your outlook on life is going to change your strengths and weaknesses is going to change okay so you need to be with somebody who is able to grow with you as they grow with themselves and at the end of the day y'all are like look our, our love our, our journey our mission is rooted in something far deeper than just what we felt when we was young 100%. and we first met and we had that that that, that blinding love because love changes Yep. It's desires and it's form changes and you need to be with somebody who can see past that and not be blinded by the fact that, oh, the love I have for this person is not in the same way it was at this time. No, you're right. It's actually matured. It's grown. It's been through a lot of things. It's been nicked up, but it's stronger now, right? That's who you need to be with, somebody that you can grow with, that can adapt because who you are today, who you were yesterday, and who you're going to be tomorrow, those are three different people.
0: Man, and, and it's so crazy. So not only do you have to adapt, but you also can't be the type of man or be with a type of person that's stuck in their ways yes. and don't want to change. Yep. Because change is inevitable, right? Yep. You're going to you're going, your hair is going to change, your skin is exactly. going to change, your teeth are going to change, your look is going to change. If you got a really nice body, that may change. Yep. Things are going to change. So if you have a person that's stuck in the ways, you have a person that's scared of change and don't want to change and you're the type of person that does change and ready to adapt there's going to be conflict with that as well. Yep. So there's so, so much value in this whole conversation and just knowing the roles and knowing what to look for. But at the end of the day, if you aren't willing to adapt, you're going to fall behind. The relationship, the relationship will fail.
1: That's real. Well, Rex, I'm going uh, to go ahead and close this out. We're going to give – you got a quote? I got a quote. Do you got one? Go ahead. I'm going to let you go. All right, bet. So my quote for today, everyone, is – it's in my book it's in my dating chapter so i'm gonna pull one from the book all right dating is like an airport everybody comes with baggage Mm -hmm. that's the quote right there so when you're going through things when you think about all these problems and you're asking is it worth it am i gonna see it through like what he said if you you know tired of, of starting over stop quitting like that's what that's about everybody gonna come with it you do too so you better find
0: out what you're willing to carry Man, that's deep. Listen, that was so powerful that I'm just going to allow for that to be. (laughs) I'm going to allow for that to be that. Man, that was was super. So I think this conversation needs to be had, and I think it's going to add a lot of value to the men that are watching and for the women that are watching. So I really want this to be a conversation starter within your household, within your friend groups, and within your relationships.
1: Yes. So we're going to take it uh, a step further every single time, every new episode we're going to elevate conversation is going to get even better and we want y'all to continue to share make sure if you've made it this far you have subscribed to the podcast on apple podcast spotify whatever you're listening on right now make sure you're subscribed to the youtube so you get our post notifications turn on the post notifications bell make sure you follow in the page on instagram at let's talk like men podcast okay go on and follow it
0: i'm miles the millennial i'm rex howard jr the relationship coach (laughs) and we are signing out talk to y'all peace